We're live! Hello! <laughs> All right, we had to um, down some food. And Do you feel like that? <sighs> yeah, it's um, it's really one of those days, as you'll probably notice because we're both in black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we dark. did not attend a funeral. No. We just ended up this way. And when we both showed up, you know, normally we're in color because I said color looks so much better. Mm -hmm. We should always be in color, but today we're just not feeling it. <laughs> we're in black and white today. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, you want to start with the career change stuff or you want to talk about the Christmas crisis thing that I, we've been talking about? I think what are you feeling? Christmas crisis is what I'm feeling. Yeah. And I'll let you take the lead on Christmas crisis. So, you know, Shannon and I were talking about this before because, um, a, <clears throat> Every year I love the holidays and I love getting ready for them and I always get excited for them, but it's also this, like I get this pit in my stomach yeah. because it is so, oh my gosh, I'm starting to cry. This, this is a crying session. This is a crying We're session. We're both going down. Get Kleenex or get off. Um, it, it is just so hard for me, yeah. you know, it's so hard because... Um, I get so stressed out, yeah. you know, dealing with the kids and making sure that everything's perfect for them and you want them to have, you know, these great memories, the holidays and, um, but you know, it is so stressful yeah. because, you know, we both have full-time jobs. We both have all the stuff we're dealing with, with that, yeah. you know, also I think going through the divorce, um, right before the holidays when I did yeah. that, um, about five years ago, yeah. that, it always is such a hard thing for me because you, you know, it's such a family time. Right. Um, so Everybody's in their red right. and they're together and they're taking pictures right. and it's just a reminder. A Everything's reminder. a reminder. Of course we're a family, mm -hmm. but not a traditional no family. family. Right. So that's really, really hard. <gasps> but I just have to remember, and I think this is a good lesson for all of us, just to make sure that we take care of ourselves. I know last night... I had the kids and um, for whatever reason, I decided not to go to yoga. And then last night I had a meltdown yeah. <laughs> and my kids had a meltdown. And I'm thinking if I can just remember to really just take care of myself, yeah. you know, it makes such a huge difference in this, especially this time of year. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, and like tonight I got invited to a party, but I said, I'm not going to go because I really just want to take care of myself. Yeah. I don't want to be out late. I want to get to bed at a decent hour. I don't want to be drinking. So, you know, it just, it's about those kind of decisions you have to make right now for yourself. And recognizing, I have to be honest. I mean, last Christmas I pushed so hard and, and have been recovering for a year, literally. Um, and when I kind of came out of it, I came out of my caffeine stupor is what I would call it because I was like pushing so hard, hard to get all the presents and all the knicky knacks and all the stocking stuffers and all the cards and the beautiful cards and thoughtful mm -hmm. writing and every you know so much that I literally came out of it and I was like I haven't had a glass of water mm -hmm. can't even talk about how long it was just iced tea iced tea yeah can you refill my iced tea can you because yeah, right. I need it because I need it because I have to be able to go from 6 a.m. till about one mm -hmm. every day what? Who, Who does right. this? Who does but that? we do. Moms yeah. do. I love the Christmas Bad Moms movie because it's true. We push so hard. And I think there's a time frame that maybe you can get away with it. Maybe when you're 32, you guys go right ahead. <laughs> but I'll be 46 on the 19th. And right. let me tell you, oh, 
it does. Thank you. <laughs> happy birthday. I know. You can do a lot of things in your 20s and your 30s that you can't do anymore no. in your 40s. Miss Sam Kerrigan, <laughs> you go right ahead. Welcome to our live, and you go right ahead and push yourself through the holidays. However, when you're this age, it doesn't really work. Hard. No, and so I'm still recovering. And so this, well, first of all, caffeine is not on deck anymore. So right. we're just drinking water these days and, you know, trying to get rest and trying not to push and just mm -hmm. asking yourself the question, how important is it? Yes. Right? Yeah. How important is it? Will this matter mm -hmm. in a year or two? You know, is this going to be the thing that people end up in therapy over? Is this going to be devastating for my children if I don't have 8,000 ornaments gifts. on the tree? Or gifts, or gifts under, the, under tree. the tree, right? So figuring out how important is it because I think we make it so much more important. Yeah. And I'd like to believe that my kids really are just glad that I'm here and we're sharing time. I mean, that's probably not true. But... <laughs> Sam know. says she has the same birthday as you, the 19th. That's Did right. Happy that? birthday, yeah. twin. I think I knew we were December, but I, I don't yeah, know if I remember you're the both 19th. The same day. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I, yes, I think that's so important. And the other thing I did this year that I have not done in the past, because, you know, you have the divorce guilt. Mm -hmm. um, and I, yes, I'm glad that you're here. Oh. <laughs> um, so you. the other thing that I've done this year that I think is really important is, you know, I'm, I, I, after the divorce, it was a lot of guilt and mm -hmm. there was a lot of buying every Christmas because oh, you yes. just want to make them well, they're Make divorced, it all okay with gifts. Divorced children. Right. These are divorced Divorce children. children. Meanwhile, they're going to three different houses <laughs> to get where Santa has visited. <laughs> 30 um, gifts. Right, right. So this year, I just said to my kids, I was real honest. I said, guys, it's not going to be a Christmas like it has in the past. Mommy's trying to save some money, and we're not going to have 10,000 gifts under the right. tree this year. You know, we're really going to just focus on... You know, one thing from Santa, one thing from Mama and Mom, and then maybe some other little stuff. But I just wanted to let them know on the forefront right. that you know this is not going to be you know. You might want to do huge a letter. At Christmas. You might want to do a letter from Santa telling them that his sleigh broke. That's what my mom did when things got tough because <laughs> you know these kids today are smart and they right. kind of come up with like, what do you mean if it's one gift from Santa? Right. Like, what is Santa like broke? What's the right. deal? So right. do a letter from Santa saying, listen, my sleigh broke. A lot of overhead this year, so right. I'm narrowing down, and right. then don't let them talk to any other kids. <laughs> I love it. That is actually a really isn't good it idea. because because I was listening to you talk. I'm like, wait a minute, what are you going to tell him happened to Santa that he can't bring the same bag of crap yeah. he did last year? Well, my 12 year old, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, she, it's not really her I'm worried about. Right, right, <laughs> it's right. The eight year old a letter from Santa. Um, okay, so anything else about Christmas crisis that you want to chat about? Um, well, you cried, so I should probably. Um, so the other thing that we deal with at Christmas, I don't know what it is. I haven't done the stats on this, but I feel like when you were starting to talk about, you know, how much you love the holidays, but how hard the holidays mm -hmm. and how, you know, with the highest high brings the deepest low. Wow. And so I think many of you out there are probably dealing with this. Like I know my grandmother's death date was December 4th. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I went through my divorce, like, um, I think it was in November, mm -hmm. you know, so like it feels like a lot of grief and loss things happen around, around the, the holidays. holidays. And yeah. so if you've been through loss, then you have to now the holidays symbolize this. And so now I kind of officially am being somewhat added to this club. I lost my grandmother on December 4th, like 13, 14 years ago. 
that was very, very hard then, but has, you know, gotten way easier. But um, I'm spending most of my days right now at hospice with um, the man who raised me when I was a little girl, my adopted dad. And um, it's been a very um, difficult relationship through the years. And we've been estranged for five years. And I got the call that he is now ready to connect while he's in hospice. So that's been very painful and very bittersweet is the perfect word. It is so delicious connecting with him and spending time with him and hearing everything I've ever wanted to hear all the while knowing this will be the last time that I hear it. Yeah. And it's kind of the first time that I'm hearing it yeah. or the first time in many, many years. So for those of you that are burying people right now and spending time at the hospital or hospice or celebrating the one year anniversary. I know my dear friend Todd, you know, lost his mom last time this year, last one year ago, this time frame. So it just, it's a very tender time, mm -hmm. you know, for all of us. And I, and I don't know that Facebook, you know, we try to get real on Facebook. So I don't know that Facebook's portraying that with everybody's pretty Christmas trees and fun sweaters. And so we want to just shout out to all of you that are suffering right now yeah. with the highest highs. It's the most wonderful time of the year right. and the lowest lows nice. and just be gentle with yourself, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and be supportive to one another. I can't tell you how many times I've run into people shopping, standing in lines over the years that tears are just running down their face and you smile at them and they just go, I lost my mom last week or, you know, like life doesn't stop for the holidays, right. you know? And, and they can bring up a lot of wounds that are very, very difficult to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing, you know, I, I think that's why we really wanted to do this today because we, we really are going to talk about career change. And I know a lot of people want to hear about the, the midlife career change and what you can do about that. Um, but that, you know, that kind of plays into what we're doing today because you know, you still came down here today to do this, you know, even yeah. though you have a lot going on in your life. Yeah. She's had some health issues and then dealing with this with her, yeah. um, with her adopted, adopted dad. dad yeah. So, um, anyway, so we, and we're both wearing black. We're like, we're wearing black today. <laughs> we did not do this on purpose. Right. So just so. Be, be gentle with yourself yeah. Yeah. and, you know, give someone a smile and maybe that person that you know is has lost someone and is grieving, maybe give them a call. You know, I know my girlfriend, Tina, she lost her mother yeah. and every, she hates Christmas. Yeah. She literally hates Christmas and she doesn't even want to put up a tree because yeah. she lost her mother and it really is the hardest, hardest thing for yeah. her. And so I'm always very conscientious about that to give mm -hmm. her a call and make sure she knows that uh, my door's always open. Mm -hmm. If she wants to come celebrate Christmas with me and the kids or right. be here the night before, that she's always welcome. And so just really think about that if you have friends that are dealing with that kind of loss. And yeah, and that for some people, this is not a celebration time. It's right. a it's a, a horrific memory time of big losses in their life. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is just please keep it simple. You know, I noticed I walked in Suzanne's house today. She has the most beautiful Christmas tree and it is simple, yeah. you know, like my tree looks like an explosion <laughs> of, you know, like everything but the kitchen sink. Right. And it doesn't, I'm like, oh, 
bows and a couple like lights right, like right. and it's <laughs> and gorgeous. I, did, I didn't even have the angel you see the yeah. angel in the back i didn't even have that my mom sent that to me because she was like you need an angel on the top of yeah. your tree and so she sent it to me it's so perfect yeah. and it, it does it, it we can keep it simple, simple. A girlfriend just texted me this morning, my friend Lisa, and she said, you know, how are you doing right now? She's, she's a, you know, she's a single mom too. Yeah. She has two kids. Oh. And she said, I don't even feel like putting up de decorations outside yeah. um, this year. I just don't know what's wrong with me. And I said, nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> You're a, a single mom with a full-time job and you have enough on your plate. Mm -hmm. Don't even think about putting up decorations outside. I don't put up decorations yeah. outside, yeah. you know, like who has the time for that? Yeah. And then you got to take them down. <laughs> yeah. And for the two, 10 seconds. And then right. like when they're like 20, they'll say something like, oh, we never decorate. And you'll want to, you'll have to choke them to death. <laughs> you know, like, oh, right. I put, you know, right. cause they don't even, cause it's not what matters. matters. And I think that's what we do. You know, keep it simple. Focus on what matters. Yeah. Be honest. I love that you're honest with your kids just saying. And so, you know, kids, if you're listening, it's what she said. I can't do it this year. Like, right. it's scaled way down. Right. And we're all just doing the best we can. And hopefully by the time, you know, like, you're teaching your kids at a young age. You know, my kids are a little older. Mm -hmm. But, you know, letting them know, like, when they're two and three, yeah, it's an explosion. But as they're 12, right. you know, helping them understand, like, we're blessed to have... This and this, have. it doesn't yeah. have to be so, you know, it's about giving back. Right. It's about what's the real value of Christmas. Nobody mm -hmm. cares when they're six, but when they're 12, that's they when we do start that. teaching them what's important at Christmas time. And mm -hmm. I, a quick Christmas story, um, this is probably horrible, but I, I still stand by it. I, uh, we talked earlier on another video about triggers mm -hmm. and one of my huge triggers is I grew up dirt poor, right? And so you had one pair of shoes and you were lucky to have it and did I show this on the other video where I took them for Christmas? It was Christmas time. No. Okay, so so um, I'm 46, so be careful. <laughs> and I, you might have, but yeah. I don't think you did. And we have dementia, so right. here's round five. I'm telling you the same thing. But I, I was in the car with the kids, and Hannah, we were headed to do what our Christmas ritual was when the kids were little, is we would go to the... Um, uh, pay less, right? Where everything's ten, twenty dollars, whatever. And, but I would get ten. I would get like five pairs of shoes because you know it's Christmas time, and you got the red dress, and then you got the whatever dress, and then of course you want your sneakers. And so we buy three or four or five pairs of shoes, whatever, ten dollars a piece, fifteen dollars a piece. And I would make the kids pick out a pair of shoes for a child who didn't have them, right? And we would donate whatever. And so we're headed there, and Hannah's in the back seat. She's little. She's mm -hmm. Six or seven tops. Mm -hmm. She goes, Well, I want, and she starts rattling off her list. I want a red pair and I want this pair. <laughs> and, you know, as a mom, it's like those TV shows where they show the video of them, what they think they want to do, but they can't yeah. do it. And it's like, I'm picturing like, <laughs> choking her to death because I'm triggered, triggered that I had one pair of shoes, right. you spoiled rotten brat, you know, kind of thing. And so I, I was so triggered by it. And so, I spoke with the person I was, I was dating someone at the time and I said, help me because what came over me, what washed over me was Shannon, she doesn't know the difference. All she knows is that, you know, she gets 15 pairs of shoes all the time and right. they show up like she comes home from her dad's and there's like five new outfits on the bed. Right. Like, oh, the, the delivery person came. She doesn't live in my world. She doesn't right. understand. So I said, well, I'm going to help them understand. Right. So we went to Curry Park. If you have not been to Curry Park, on Christmas morning, I think it was literally Christmas, two days before Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. It's tons of homeless people mm -hmm. and they were passing out presents at one gift 
for one family, for one child, mm -hmm. out of the back of a bus type thing, mm -hmm. and people were wrapped, you know, wrapped around the building, just so thankful to get the one gift. And we walked through the homeless people, and I said to Hannah, do you see that gentleman has no shoes? Mm -hmm. None. And the guy I was dating at the time, it's a sweetheart, and he was walking behind me and handing them money Aww. as we passed and sticking it in their pockets and just trying to like do something little. Mm -hmm. But I realized my kids didn't understand yeah. that other people they never lived it. No, they, right. they didn't know that there were people that didn't have a pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. And I, I will never forget that day. And it was profound. And of course, they're little, so they're kind of like, oh, his feet are dirty. We're sobbing. Right. And the kids are like, well, his toenails are long. But they did, they did get it. Mm -hmm. They did get it. And I know even Hannah being a little older, she did. Matter of fact, that may have been kind of a shifting point for her because right. she now is the, you know, the kid that gives too much. Too much right. <laughs> but um, it was powerful. So this is the time to pass on your value system, mm -hmm. you know, to them. And I just want to acknowledge um, Steve's struggling. It's all for his one-year-old granddaughter this, this year. year. And so hang in there, yeah. Steve. And oh, yeah, the grandchildren do kind of give you a yeah. renewed umph, but it's, it's hard time. Yeah, it is a hard time. Yeah, and I love that because, you know, you, you try to tell your kids that, you know, don't be so selfish and you don't understand what other people don't have in this world that yeah. you are very lucky to have what you have. But I think when you can show it to them instead of just telling it yes. to them, it makes a huge difference, huge, you know, and it's just huge. like me, you know, I, when you see something other than people just telling you what it's like when you see it firsthand, it sure does make a oh, huge difference about yeah. how you, how it impacts you and what you think about Absolutely. that situation. Absolutely. All right, so that was a little raw and real, and um, I just, you know, we want everyone to just remember that, you know, be gentle with yourself this holiday season. We know that a lot of people are struggling emotionally, um, financially, and um, so just, you know, do what you can do, and do it is okay. Yeah, do it what you okay. can, and do not, please, put yourself in debt, put right. yourself, you know, do the small things that you can, and, and that's what makes the difference. So we also wanted to tackle something that, um, that total change here, total change. <laughs> we wanted to tackle, um, something that someone had asked us to talk about, which was a midlife career change. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people really, once they get into their maybe forties or fifties, right. even sixties think yeah. I can't, I can't make this huge change. Right. You know, it's right. just. I am in the career that I'm in or I'm in, mm -hmm. I am in the job that I'm in and, and that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. I think you can make a change at any point in your life. I mean, my mom is in her seventies mm -hmm. and I know she never thought that, you know, she would find love again. She, my father got divorced and mm -hmm. she really never believed that. Well, she has found love in her seventies. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, it just goes to show you that, you know, your life is not over, you know, midlife, mm -hmm. you're, you're midlife, you know, yeah. you have a lot of time. Um, so I wanted to kind of tackle that because yeah. I've really been feeling like this is something that a lot of people, um, oh, yeah really want to do and they just don't know how to do it. And one of the biggest arguments that I hear from people on this kind of stuff is that I'm too busy. Mm. And that really burns my butt when people say they are too busy. <laughs> this girl gets up at 2 a.m. You know, Two. here's the thing because I, you, you might be busy and a lot of people are busy. Um, but 
um, it's not a priority. So let's say what it really is all about. So it's either a priority for you or it is not a priority. And if it's not a priority for you, that's okay. If you're not ready for this, mm -hmm. that's okay. But don't use I'm too busy as an excuse because, um, you know, I wake up at 2 a.m., mm -hmm. I have two kids, I have a full-time job, and still, I found the time to do this show on the side because it's a priority. Right. I really wanted to do it. Right. And you're the same way. You're a busy mom yeah. who has a full practice that's very yeah. busy, yeah. and she still finds time to do this on the side. Um, but, you know, can I comment on that? Yeah. Is that okay to interrupt? Yes, okay. yes. So, um, <laughs> but I do want to say sometimes it's about the overwhelm. I agree with you. You mm -hmm. do not have time to completely design a new career and do all of that no. today. Mm -mm. However, my favorite expression is, how do we eat an elephant? One bite, bite at, at a time. time. So I love what Suzanne is saying. You do have to prioritize it. However, we did start with a podcast. We did right. start smaller. We did take little bites and hits and misses and... And that's, you know, that's my first thing yeah. is um, to be practical and right. to, you know, and to, to do something that you already have a skill in. You know, I think mm -hmm. a lot of people think, well, I got to completely change what I'm doing. I mean, right. if you're not a good at math, right. you shouldn't be like thinking about being an accountant. Right. I'm just saying, right. you know, I mean, it was a natural progression for me. I'm, I'm on TV. Right. That's what I do for a living. Right. So doing right. a show was not that far off from what I do. You know, right. you do a segment on TV. You're a therapist. So it's not that far right. off for you to say, right. I'm going to start doing a show where, where it helps people. Right. right. So really think about what you're already good at mm -hmm. and what skills you already have. Don't reinvent the wheel. Right. You know? Absolutely. And, and thinking and you remind me to get back to Renee because I'm a little distracted by these comments. And oh, I get okay. Back to you, well, go ahead. Get to Renee and we'll talk. Well, let's well, um, see. Then, then I go crazy and I can't remember <laughs> the last thing that say. I was going to say. So she was saying, don't reinvent the wheel. So when it comes to making those changes, at the end of the day, you need to do one piece at a time. So say, even say you decide you want to be a nurse mm -hmm. and you're in whatever business, then you, today you research coursework. Yeah. And then you realize, oh crap, I need to get my, my um, transcripts. Mm -hmm. So just tomorrow you file for your transcripts. Yeah. And then the next day you start working on your resume stuff and figuring out what you need as far as classes. And then you work on financial aid. You do 15 minutes a day. Yeah. That's it. And then yeah, one so, so thing for, at a time. Right. So, you know, don't binge watch Stranger Things on Netflix for one day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or, or you know right or yeah. don't scroll through your Facebook feed for an hour right. or one day instead take that time 15 minutes 15 minutes or a half an hour an hour whatever you have right. and really focus on that you know the other thing that a lot of people um Oh shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Of course, I just yeah. lost my train it's of thought. It's live and we're old. Um, and... Right. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is, you know, a lot of people just want to, don't know where to start. And what I would say and what I did, which I think is, um, which was very helpful because it kind of gave me that push, was um, just create your own business. Start your own business. It's really easy to do. Um, it's, it's just a couple of filings that you can do. And once you have that name, you know, mine's Susie right. and Boyd Productions. Right. But once you have that, like it gives you that kind of push to think, right. 
how am I, what am I going to do with this? You so know? tell them specifically what you mean. So you're talking about incorporating, incorporating. which is a corporate document, right. pick a name, right? pick like if you're going to have a website, be right. sure and check that. What is mm -hmm. it called? Uh, um, I go to godaddy.com okay. for, for websites and you can go on there and search and oh, what names are used and what, what are, <laughs> Glenn says I love stranger things. <laughs> um, but I go on there and I, um, you can search godaddy.com and see if a website is already taken right. and maybe you come up with a different name. Um, there, what I did, was I um, I met with um, there's there's an organization at Palm Beach State College if you're in this area Palm Beach State College is a great resource there is a organization associated with Palm Beach State College called SB small business something right and I can find out the name for you and post in the comments here but um, what what they do is absolutely free they tell you step by step mm -hmm. how to create your own business it was I met with this woman for maybe half an hour 45 minutes wow. she gave me the steps she told me the links to go to it was super easy she told me how much it was gonna cost to file this and do that so I kind of knew the cost up front it's not that expensive mm -hmm. but you do need a little bit of money to file right um, and so that was a really really helpful thing because um, I had no idea I didn't even know where to start. Right. And that's a good place for you to kind of start. And if you don't live in this area, um, then you can uh, contact your local community college. I'm sure they have something similar. And I'm going to take this on a, on a right tan turn tangent that's just, to me, this, there's always a spiritual side mm -hmm. to any endeavor. So when we're talking about the first things that you can do, you know, mm -hmm. taking little bite-sized pieces, I think the first thing you have to do is claim it spiritually I'm going to have a new career and my favorite thing and you can tell me all the authors she's my my resource yes, I, I'm the self read book a, guru yeah I haven't read a book in 18 years I mean we're like a I've read 10,000 yeah we're, we're perfection here so um, but the the secret the concept of the secret and manifesting Rhonda Byrne thank you <laughs> Just, just be my RNA. So <laughs> the secret talks about manifesting your dreams. So before you even contact Palm Beach State, before you even find out about trademarking or websites, sitting down with a poster board, especially if you have kids, get a bunch of magazines and let them make their own little poster board. You put your picture in the center and then you put words or pictures that symbolize what you are trying to obtain in your life, what you are trying to get, what your goal is, what your dreams are. And so if you're going to change, you're going to be a nurse, pictures of nurse, pictures of a hospital, picture of the OBGYN office that you want to work in in five years, put all that out in the universe. And I'm telling you, not that you can call me next week and tell me, but I'm telling you what you're going to see happen is then in your life, things, things are going to show true. up. Like mm -hmm. people are going to say, oh God, there's a great nursing course at such and such. You said, what? Yeah. What school is that? Oh yeah, you got to check into it. The information will start showing up. And also when you do that manifesto, you also need to put it out in the world. Mm -hmm. You'd be amazed. Think about this. As a single mom, I remember when I couldn't find a babysitter and finally I thought, you know what? There's a, there's a spiritual way to do this. I told everybody in my world, mm -hmm. everybody, every client, every, every person I had. And the next thing you know, someone's like, hey, did you know so-and-so's gone back to school and they need a little part-time job? And yeah. there, it there it was. I didn't even have to look. Yeah. So intention. Put it out there. Put it out there. Yeah. Put it on paper. Right. And start talking to people. You know, the same thing just recently happened to me. I had a $900 water bill. $900 water bill. Yeah. And so I, you know, started talking to people about what this could be. I even put a little post on Facebook saying, I just got a $900 water bill. I think yeah. I have a leak. Any recommendations? 
I was bombarded with yes. people saying, this might be what yes. it is. This might be what it is. Here's a great plumber that can, can you can contact. Yep. I had so many people helping me yeah. and figure helping me to figure out what this is, what's causing this. When you put stuff out, out there, there, you will be back. amazed about what comes back to help you. Yes, it's you know? fascinating. I have to respond to Renee because you're just pulling on my heartstrings right. so much, sweetheart. So she says she's struggling. She's so sad. She has a great life. She has a great husband. She's so blessed, and yet she is just having such a struggle. So you know, again, I just want to validate. This is a very um, grief is linked. Grief mm -hmm. and loss is linked. So if you have any grief or loss that's occurred in this time frame, or if you have anything that's occurring right now, it's going to bring up every other grief and loss in your entire life. So be aware of that. Number one, number two, seasonal affect. Google this seasonal affect disorder. People that do great June, July, August get hit you know, October, November, December, if they have a depression that runs in the family sometimes, or even the reduction of light is what seasonal affect. So sometimes people have depression and they do okay, but then when it hits November and the time change, they're really struggling. And that's because of sometimes seasonal affective. And I will tell you, I personally had it, mm -hmm. and I went on an antidepressant for seven years because every winter I was just struggling. struggling. I was sad, I was struggling, and for me, I was exhausted. I did not want to get out of my PJs, and when I got home at five or six, my PJs went on, and I wasn't, you know, I just didn't want to function. Mm -hmm. So I went and they diagnosed me with seasonal affective, so be aware. So should she go see someone? Or? Well, you know, recognize, number one, if you've got some grieving going on, mm -hmm. you know, give yourself some time. I wouldn't get on an antidepressant right now, per se, because I know I'm in tremendous grief, and there's a window on that, and I'm and let myself feel that um, but if this has been your pattern if you if you're listening to this and you go oh my gosh this I happened this last every, year I do this every, every year December. every October right. yeah and you do it until February March that's what's possibly happening mm -hmm. so do if that's the case do check into um, you're so welcome love do check into um, you know, a psychiatrist, a even your OBGYN, somebody who knows you well, and you might need just a, a small amount just for this get, time get, of year, yeah. you know, because it can be real. So look up those symptoms, and, and if you're resonating with that, please take care of yourself. She said grieving. She's grieving. So, yeah, Aww, it must be yes. something. It's something related to loss. So yeah. we talked about that at the beginning. If yeah. you're just joining us, Renee, that, you know, a lot of this time of year, it brings up a those losses that you feel mm -hmm. even more intensely. So please get back. If you don't have a therapist, check into having a therapist. Mm -hmm. Get back to that right now to get that support. We're going to tackle how to find a therapist coming up in a future yes. episode. So make sure you stick around because we're going to do that um, mm -hmm. coming up in a future, future episode. And we can yes. also um, uh, message you, Renee, if you need help with that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so back to midlife yes. career change because we were also talking about that. And um, the other thing I want to tell people, which I think is very profound, and I, um, you know, I listen to podcasts on my way into work every morning, mm -hmm. and I love this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, he does the Gary V audio experience. If you're looking for a good podcast and you're trying to figure out if you want to do, um, make a career change. Um, and he's so inspirational. He's an entrepreneur. He mm -hmm. started this Vayner media company. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's also a speaker and he, um, is a big social person, you know, social media person. Um, but he talks about, you don't need 
permission. Mm -hmm. You don't need permission. And I think so many people are waiting for someone to give them permission to right. make a change. Right, right, right. And you don't need permission. You know, mm -hmm. you can make a change in your life. You don't need someone to tell you it's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people have that fear of, well, is it okay for me to do that? Or even the concept that you're supposed to be in one career your for whole life. life. I, I invite everybody to make a paradigm shift right now. Some of us, there are people living to 100 years old right now. Are you kidding me? I am not doing one job for 100 years. <laughs> right. You're out of your mind. It ain't happening, right? Right. So if you, you know, gosh, if we're living to 90 years old, why wouldn't you have two or three careers? I know my mom started out in the restaurant hotel business, and then now she's a therapist, you know, two totally different, you know, well, she made people feel better back then, and now she makes people feel better in her office, right? So, but, I mean, completely different paths, you know. You know, my adopted dad that I was talking about earlier, he was in the restaurant business as well. And then he became a postal worker. And it's so cool. People, you know, can blend these more maybe fun careers where there's not as much security. And then you go into postal work and you've got pension and retirement and all this stuff. So you can do different things. So maybe just making a decision today that you are, you don't have to have one plan your whole life. That right. you can have two careers in your lifetime or three careers in your lifetime, you know. And that might help you know, not, that might help give you permission. Lauren says her parents just changed careers. They're 61 and 62. She says that. it's never too late. Lauren, our meteorologist at the oh, station. I love that. And go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, hey, hey, Ashley. Um, and the other thing I want to say about that is if I had a dime for every person in my office who said to me this statement, well, I'm 45. If I go back to law school, I'll be 52 when I get out. And who wants to practice law and start practicing law at 52? Well, my answer always to them is, newsflash, you're going to be 52. <laughs> Still. With nothing. <laughs> right. You may as well so, start now. Like, is there right. a problem with being 52 and having an amazing degree at that point? Right. You know, so a lot of people say that and then they go, oh. That's a good well, point. Good point. That's I'm good. like, yeah, you're going to be here anyway, so why not accomplish something? And, you know, I have, I've, I've really worked with a lot of people on this, a lot of clients that they're 35, 40, and they mm -hmm. never did go to college, they didn't get a chance, and they're going back now. And you guys know who you are, and I'm so stinking proud of you. And they're getting their degrees now, and they're sending me messages, and they're saying, I'm getting my master's. I'm, and and they started with a GED or with a yeah. high school diploma, and they never thought they could go to school. And I'm like, why not? You yeah. know, so it's never too late. And you know, the other thing is, you don't have to quit your job. You know, mm -hmm. um, Renee says permission is what I need. I am an outspoken person with fear. Amazing words. Mm -hmm. Yes, you don't need permission. <laughs> We're giving you permission, yes. Renee. The other thing is, you don't have to quit your job. You don't have no. to quit your day oh, job. No. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think so here's the thing in we are in such an amazing time right now mm -hmm. you know think about it when we were in college or when we were younger there were no cell phones mm -hmm. there was no internet in this yeah. day and age people don't know how lucky they are with oh, the yeah. opportunities you have you can do a side job from yeah. 7 p.m. until we're midnight right now right <laughs> or on the weekends right. because of this because right. of the internet because yes. of social media you have opportunities that you never mm -hmm. had before yep. um, and so I think a lot of people you know really get stuck in this well I, well what am I supposed to do that after my job well yes mm -hmm. you know you have so many opportunities now just start doing it you know there's 
if you if you make beautiful things, you know, there's so many websites like Etsy, Etsy and, it's awesome, and yeah. even eBay that you can yeah. put stuff up there and start selling it. Mm -hmm. You know, just start, just create an Etsy account. If you make jewelry or whatever right. you do, just start doing it. Create an Instagram page, create a Facebook page with your jewelry designs, and start showing it to people. And I just heard in my head, I heard you guys through the through the Facebook. I heard you say, "Yeah, but you don't understand. If I do an Etsy page and I only have three things." Suzanne to sell. <laughs> you don't understand. If I do a website, I don't even know how, I don't even have any material. We started this website. We had no nothing, videos. Nothing. Now we're, this is a 12, right? right? Everything works like that. You mm -hmm. don't have to do it perfect. Watch our perfectionism video. Right. <laughs> it doesn't have to be perfect. You start and then it builds on itself. Cause yeah. so many of us want the whole picture before we start. It doesn't work that way. No. Renee says she always wanted to be a lawyer or a writer. Okay, well, so, so start. So start, start Googling um, law schools. I mean, do, is that something you really wanna do? Do yeah. you wanna go to law school? If you wanna be a writer, start a blog. It's yes. so easy. Oh, perfect. Just start a blog and start writing. Or I mean, sit one hour a day or 30 minutes a day, because here's what we do. We go, I don't have time to write, because yeah. if I sit right, I don't have three hours, and you really need three hours. No, you don't. What you need is 20 minutes, yeah. because I love to write, and when I get into writing, mm -hmm. that 20 minutes can turn into an hour and a half, and you'll find a way. Right. So just make yourself sit down every day, certain amount of time, mm -hmm. and dedicate to the writing, and then at some point, it will grow. It grows. It starts to multiply, and mm -hmm. you will be so surprised at how it just, like this, this, this show that we started, it just, it has taken off like we never expected yeah. because we just started with one. Yeah. You just need one. Yeah. So just start doing something, whatever that is. And Renee, I would say just start writing. Just start with a blog. And you, you know, know what, Renee? I know you're going to say, no, write about your sadness. Yeah. You know how many people out there are sad right now? Write a blog about your sadness and just have that, <clears throat> excuse me, as an, as an avenue, mm -hmm. and you will be surprised what it will turn into, and it will probably make you feel better because you're getting it, it out, out of your body, yes. and there will be so many people that can relate to you. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I wanted to mention is, okay, oh, a lot of people say, I don't know how. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to create a Facebook page, mm -hmm. or I don't know how to do a start a blog right. there is this beautiful thing it's called the internet <laughs> you can I'll google do. and youtube just about anything mm -hmm. and it will tell you step by step super simple ways if you want to how do i start a free blog it will tell you step by step how to do it you can watch a youtube video how do i start a free blog mm -hmm. and it will run you through the steps step by step so you know don't be afraid to just figure it out yourself because yeah. I know you can yes. <laughs> you know and, but but, it, but this attitude is a big, big and thing. I always go back to that that concept of the secret of manifesting of what you tell yourself mm. you know Suzanne's here to tell you you can do it but you have to tell yourself I can do it I've always wanted to go back to law school I can go back to law school if I want right like do you have to be able to use language that supports moving forward I don't know I mean 
picture this visual. I can't move forward at the same time as I'm pushing myself back. So it's like, I want to be a lawyer. Yeah, but you're stupid. So, I mean, come on, you're, you're not going to move forward when every time you're getting ready to move forward, something pushes you back and not something is you. Mm -hmm. You are your greatest own worst enemy. So if you want to do something, change your language. Mm -hmm. I, I got confronted on this years ago and I was highly offended. Um, <laughs> the, my supervisor was like, God, do you are aware of your language that you use? You know, like I remember years ago, I called my husband, I go, I go, we have a crisis. And he goes, oh God, are the kids okay? And I'm like, well, yeah, no, but we overdrafted our account. You know, and he's right. like, that's not a crisis, you know? Yeah, right. So be aware of your language. You know, oh, I can't, mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. I, you know, it's too I'm, much. I, you know, what drives me crazy is my kids say I'm stupid or I, you know, or mm. when people say I'm stupid, I'm like, yeah. no, you are no. not. Do not even say that to yourself. Yeah, because yourself will believe it. Right. Right. <laughs> you need your brain to be working with you on these adventures. So you have to send your brain the right messages. I can do it. When I wake up feeling crappy, I start right away. I feel good. I feel mm -hmm. good. I feel good. I'm going to feel much better as soon as I eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. I start letting my brain know, listen, dude, <laughs> you better get on board because yeah. this is the direction we're headed. I'm not staying over here. I might be here right this second, but we're moving somewhere else. You know, and the other thing is journaling and writing stuff mm -hmm. down. It will really help you. You know, the mantras. I use the mantras. I am brave, you know, yes, I am, I you know, those one. mantras, you yeah. just want to write them down. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what you want to do, start writing down, just, just pose the question to yourself and just let yourself write mm -hmm. and you will be surprised what ends up on the paper. Mm -hmm. Do not edit yourself. Just let yourself write and, but also end everything with a mantra. I am brave. I have no fear, you know. I am strong. I am, strong. I am, I am strong. capable. I'm capable. Yes. You know, I I am a writer. You yes. know, whatever it is that you want to do, you have to reinforce that with your language. When people decide to quit smoking, a lot of times they teach to say, "I'm a non-smoker." Mm -hmm. You know, to say that even even when you're getting ready to light a cigarette, I am a non-smoker because at some point your brain will be like, "This is really incongruent because you're lighting a cigarette, but you're a non-smoker," and so you'll put the cigarette down. I came up with something recently that I want to start that's along the writing um, terms, uh, of something called a worry journal. And I decided recently that I worry a lot and it's almost completely unfounded. So what I'm going to do is a worry journal and I'm going to go back to my earliest worry that I've ever had and I'm going to write the worry and then I'm going to write the outcome. So that I can see, see that when I was visually, worried that I would never be able to afford college, that I could say, oh, Hannah's just got through her first semester of college. Right. And that, you know, everything that I worried about that I would never be able to buy my kids a car, well, she'll be driving home in a few days. You know, like mm -hmm. all the things that I was so worried about, how they resolved so that I can start to see the miracles and mm -hmm. see the manifestations. So I'm going to call it my worry journal. I love that. <clears throat> All right, any other questions? Renee says, oh, let's see. Du, 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 du. Renee says, I'm married to a man that has an amazing career. I'm just a cosmetologist. Don't say you're just a cosmetologist. Language! Flag on the play, <laughs> Renee! Flag on the play! Bad language! You are a cosmetologist. And let me and tell you, you know that right now, like, my I mean, favorite people. Is that something you're passionate about, Renee? I mean, if, if it is, why don't you start writing about that, you know? Or, 
or creating videos showing people, you know, how to care for their skin or how to put on makeup or, you know, that kind of stuff. People love that kind of stuff. So if that's really yes. what you're good at and you love it and you want to be passionate, you know, maybe that's something you can start writing about. If, if the, if the emotions and the grief feels a little bit too raw and maybe you don't feel like writing about that, maybe it's something, you know, a little bit lighter and you can write about cosmetology or, um, I'm there's just, a million options. There's a million like, options. My best friend from high school um, blows me away. She she she's just a cosmetologist <laughs> who just had this brilliant idea that if you have a storefront and you put a little bit of product in the front of the store and maybe have one or two hair sinks in the back that it might turn into something. Well, today it's, it, it morphed into, now it's the beauty boutique. It was beauty to go for a while. Now it's the beauty boutique. It's like a Sally's hair supply now. Wow. You walk in, you can get jewelry, you can get your teeth done white, you can get gorgeous clothing, every hair product because they're licensed. So right. every single hair product you'd ever dream of. Mm -hmm. And in the back now there's like 10 shampoo sets and whatever and she owns all of it she's right. just a cosmetologist and i'll tell you what she's doing way better than i am right. and you know so whatever you're passionate about that's what you were saying right what's your passion and if you're passionate find every inroad yeah. to make it bigger you right. know do trainings do hair shows i mean anything so we more. do if yes. you're passionate but that just we gotta erase that yeah. because i'm a cosmetologist and i'm an right. exceptional cosmetologist right yeah. my cousin and my my friend that i'm talking about she she saves me i mean she's my personal therapist right. you know i mean she's think amazing. about just think outside the box mm -hmm. i mean think outside the box of what you know what are your friends talking about what do your right. friends need or what it you know how can you save people time how can invent you save people something. Money? Invent yeah. something. Every time I walk into that beauty boutique, I buy some off the beaten path. I just bought a hair scrunchie that is made of plastic and it's in. Oh, I've seen that. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Love this thing. And it doesn't put kink marks in your hair right. so that on my way here, I can wear it up. But when I get here, I can take it down and it doesn't have those marks in it from the hair band. Right. This is brilliant. If you're a cosmetologist, invent something brilliant. Right. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Just use your Just creativity. Starts, you know, but yeah, use your creativity and you don't need to think you know too crazy yes <laughs> it can just be something simple yes. she says she knows that place yeah it's amazing <laughs> i love, love it. it all right um anything else that we want to talk about i don't know we've laughed we've cried, cried. We've, we've taken <laughs> you on you know yeah i think you know the biggest thing is just believe it and it will happen yes. believe it really believe it and just take that first step that's it you know you'll you'll be amazed at how it, how it snowballs and put it out there put it out to the world what you mm. want what you need put it out to the world mm. right and we eat elephants one bite at a time and don't binge watch stranger things on netflix or the, or the kimmy <laughs> schmidt which is so weird and yet i can't turn it off yeah spend that time off. researching or um Googling or something that, that you really are passionate about and that you want to do. And don't forget to check in with your local community college. Palm Beach State College, as I mentioned, has that special um, small business help um, organization that will give you free advice on how to start your own business. And yes. they will get it off the ground like that. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Yes. And you know what? I'm going to leave in the comments once we stop this, um, the link for that. So it'll, I'll make it easy for you. And mantras, be brave. Yes. 
you know, I am brave. Mm -hmm. I am. I stole her brave thing. It has saved me on more than one occasion. I am I'm brave. really scared. It's, you know, just, I use I'm it brave. in my passwords. Yes. <laughs> so every day you type in yes. to get onto your computer, you have to you remind yourself of your of your mantra. Yes. that's also a good thing. My, Don't worry, mine's not be brave. I didn't just give away. Yeah, I was password. gonna say that was kind of scary. Um, my hubby is graduating as a nurse practitioner at forty nine. I love it, love it, Sarah. Love that's it. That's awesome, Sarah. The best therapist I've ever had. Well, I can't say that because I have so many great people in my life but one of the best therapists I've ever had in my life was 85 years wow. old at University of Florida and she walked like the woman from Poltergeist I'm aging myself <laughs> but the lady that did the swaffling swashy thing she she was about four feet tall and four feet wide mm -hmm. and she was 85 and she profoundly impacted my life and she had just graduated two years earlier with her doctorate right beat that amazing that is amazing amazing I hope I'm doing that when I'm I know <laughs> and at least walking <laughs> um, all right and don't forget to share these videos really that is the best compliment you can give us yes, to like our please. videos to like our page and to share our videos with anyone who you think might need them um, and we are going to as long as we don't get screwed by the technical <laughs> issues I just said it there <laughs> technical issues are BS. Um, as long as we don't get screwed by the technical issues, which we did last week, so I apologize for that. We're going to be posting oh, uh, a video you. once a day, or once a week, sorry, yes, once a week. Once every a Saturday. Once a day, eventually, hopefully, if we can get yes. to that, but right now it's once a week. Yes. Um, just want to say that my wife loves to watch you guys. Thanks, Ricardo. Thanks so much. All right, you guys have a great day. Be gentle with yourselves through the holidays. We know it's hard. And um, we'll see you back here next week. Thank you all. Leave us a comment Bye. if you have any questions. Bye.